Hello and welcome to Season 2 of the Road End Podcast. Each episode, we will speak to a new guest, get to know them and hear their stories about Liverpool Football Club. Hi everyone and welcome to Season 2 of the Road End Podcast. Today is the weekly LFC review show with me, Dom. And me, Chris. And today we're going to go through recent results... Some news from the last week and fixtures coming up. So let's start with Newcastle. It was more comfortable than we expected, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, comfortable. I didn't think we particularly played well against 10 men, to be fair. No. But it's always tougher, though. I think people are forgetting that we scored both our goals with 11 men. It seems to have sort of avoided all the media attention now. Even though they probably had the better start of it, we still went to the up with 11 men. And the argument with, with Pope being sent and not being sending off is ridiculous, to be fair. Um, you know, they're just saying there was a defender behind them, but no, I'm sorry, you had to go. You can't come 20 yards and then claw the ball like that. But No, I was going to come to the Pope, the, um, the Pope decision. So let's just start with that now, get that out the way. I can't believe it's even a discussion, to be honest with you. Um <sighs> He's out the box. He's closer to Allison than his own goal. <laughs> he's he's hugging the ball when the ball's like I mean, don't get me wrong, he knows he's fucked up. He's fell over, he's tried to rectify it, but he's made a massive mistake. It's a sending off. Regardless of what competition it's in or not, it's a sending off. Um this whole thing of he should be it shouldn't count because it's a Premier League game and the final's not the Premier League. Well, I'm sorry, but it's always been this way. And he should have knew better than being 35 yards out of his goal, regardless. Agreed. And I think there was some there was some news before that Joe Linton was on nine yellows for the season. And if he'd have got his 10th yellow, he'd have got a two-match ban and he wouldn't have been banned for the cup final. It would have started after the cup final. Um, so I feel sorry for Nick Pope, to be quite truthful. He did what he had to do. I'd personally have rather had the third goal mm. than him being sent off in all, in all truthfulness. But he had to go as soon as he knew he fucked up with that header because it literally went nowhere. He, he had to go. The referee didn't have him. I mean, even Pope walked off yeah. without even looking at the referee at all. He knew. But yeah, I thought the, the, the rules, yeah, the, maybe the rules are the nice, but they are the rules. You know, if it would have sure. been, you know, our keeper, we'd have been probably complaining the same way, maybe. But the FA can't do nothing. Like I heard Gary Lineker before saying, let him play, it's not fair. I'm like, well, what's not fair? He got sent off in a game, he's banned for the next three. You can't just bend the rules because Nick Pope's had a good season. Do you know what? I never I never put this down to talk about, but let's talk about it. Carrius looks like he's in goal. Fuck me. <laughs> we know how good he is in finals, though. Listen, I'm, I'm not going to go into how much... I'm not going to say I don't like him or not and anything like that. He, he fucked up. He knows he's fucked up and he didn't come back from it. It's as simple as that. But for his first game back, probably in England, to be a cup final, it just stinks, doesn't it? He hasn't played in two years, apparently. And I think, and I mean, I, I actually think he might go with the youth keeper because it's a Gillespie yeah. or I, I do, you know. Um, I don't know. Maybe he can get a reaction more from a young keeper than he will from Carrius. Carrius is just there. It's just a emergencies isn't let's be truthful um but i think you might go with the kid and see what sort of are you ready or you're not ready but uh, What's this ready space? yeah okay so with the game itself the start in 11 was there any surprises liverpool um uh, probably fan 
thought Matip and not Gomez was pretty much the only surprise for me. Um, but I thought, to be fair, Gomez played okay. Uh, he always does with Van Dijk, to be honest with you. It's a decent partnership. Uh, but yeah, I, was, I thought he'd have played Matip with just a bit of more aerial ability, really. I think he could have put me centre-half next to Van Dijk and I'd look all right. I can go that far. <laughs> oh, <fuck off>. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm the same. I was surprised, but I did say he'd start last week. I remember saying that. Uh, I, didn't, I couldn't see any of the difference, to be honest. Um, he had to start that game, in my opinion. 75% or not, he's still yeah. 75% better than what we've got. I think we both said 2-1, you know, last week. I'm sure we both said 2-1. Um, I thought we could have killed the game off on about six, seven occasions, in all honesty, Robbo yeah, going yeah. through and passing for some weird reason. Both. When you say weird reason, I'm with you because I would never have passed, but that's just me as a striker. However, what a move. Yeah, but we didn't score. <laughs> yeah. No, we know, To me, Robbo just basically passed it into the goal. It was there for yeah. him to take. Uh, and I, I, I get he's not the most confident in front of goal. And let's be honest, Robbo was superb on Saturday. But uh, yeah, I think he should get more goals in the season, the positions he picks up, to be fair. But... End of the day, 2 0 clean sheet. I couldn't have been happier after it, to be fair. Uh, I'd just say I'd rather have had the 3 0 and Pope staying on for me personally. They were there for the taking for me. Um, they had some more right chances, um, you know, be more, more so from set pieces with like Dan Byrne and stuff like that. But I, I wasn't ever worried, especially down to 10 men. I was never, I think we could have stepped up at any point and thought, these have got a goal back. Let's go and get 3 1 4 1, maybe. So, Carragher. Man of the match to St. Maximum, right? And I understand he's direct, he had to go, blah de blah. But St. Maximum for me is a lot of nothing. He's a good player, he could become one of the best players in the league. But he's again, he's a, he reminds me a little bit of that Adama Traore. He's, he's got a lot about him with pace, but I don't really see an end product to give him man of the match was just scandalous because Allison was incredible. like I honestly can't think of any other keeper in the world that saves some of them. The one-on-ones and everything about what he was doing was just brilliant. He is like near enough an assist for what happened with Pope. Uh, his awareness, his distribution, his closing down. You know what he's like off his six-yard line. He's unbelievable. He's so big when you go through. What did you think when Carragher said that? Because my head fell off. Yeah, at the time, I was like, I think I texted you even like, what, what's Carragher on? It's, it doesn't make sense. But if you actually look at his stats in the game, some maximum most touches in the box, he, he actually did have a decent game. But I'm with you. Alisson kept us in it, in all honesty. Um, some of them one-on-one, I wouldn't have anyone else in my goal. Um, and to be fair, I was watching the Man United game, and De Gea's the same. He kept them well and truly in a game mm. and every good side needs a top keeper you know Man City with Edison but for me there's no one better than Alisson and as I say his distribution for that he basically got pub sent off didn't he let's be honest yeah. um, because he just sees it and he, I think he said today me and Mo just know where what we're doing we just know I know where he's going to run to and I know he'll run like hell I think he said so yeah, for me, Alisson was mad at the match but I thought Salah was excellent as well to be fair um, he, he had a really top game the key players tend to have clicked when we needed them to the last couple of games for me. Wingbacks more so than anything. We've discussed this last week, but Trent and Robbo, the two of them, actually look like the bust and a gut to get up and down again. And they're involved in everything again. That that pass for the first goal from Trent is unbelievable. He split them in half. 
Trippy as head was back in fucking Madrid because he looked like he was switching it to Robo, but actually split the lines and puts it between him and the centre half. Mate, when he's on his form, Trent, there's no one, no one near him. He showed who the best English right back is. I totally agree, mate. But I've got to give a shout out to Fabinho as well. I thought he's actually hitting form at the right time for us, to be fair. He looks like the player we had the year two ago. It's um it's stark contrast to the start of the season, to be fair. Didn't even look like he'd drunk from five yards without being out of breath, in all honesty. No. But I thought the last two games, he, he's really stepped in and um, he's done well. And again, Bastic in midfield. He's, he's just so much assured beyond his years. It's, um, you know, that turn in the middle of the park just before we scored the second goal. It's just, oh, it was Thiago, wasn't it? It's, yeah. He's got that awareness around him to say, I know, literally, if I spin on this, I've got 40 yards of space. And he did it, he did it perfect. But I say, again, team performance-wise... I thought everyone really played eight eights again. And that that's what we need. We need consistency. And that's all yeah. Klopp's teams ever do. We need just everyone to be seven, eight out of ten. And we'll be fine. And to be fair, it's massively open the top four run now. How many points behind Newcastle are we now with a game in hand on Newcastle as well? Six. Six. But top 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 fourth now, I think. So yeah. um, but they're so hitting this. Uh, mm. it's unbelievable. I, even yesterday I watched their game, they were pulling up any trees they weren't great to be fair Harry Kane drops into centre half for some reason after time um, do, you, do you know on the, um, the top four shows I can't see anyone else that is in maybe fourth onwards to tenth in Chelsea that can put a run of games together like we can now no. Brighton and Fulham and I fully expect them to be there or thereabouts the top seven eight but I think it's only us that can actually go ahead and eight or nine wins in a row and, yeah. you know, a few weeks ago, we wouldn't have dreamed to say that, but we also knew in the back of our minds that we could do it. It was just yeah. about if we could get back to where we need to be. Two years ago, was it? We were 10, 10 points behind with 10 games left. Yeah. And um, we won 8-2. through two. So we are capable. Uh, and I think we finished third that season. So, you know, I don't think we're going to catch uh, United, Arsenal or City personally, but no. we're in the game in hand, I think, with something like eight points off United. Um, so we've got United to play in a, two games, is it, three games. So, again, mm. watching them yesterday, Leicester could have been out of sight by half time. But, yeah, why not? If we can win five, the next five games, for instance, and see where we are, there's still, like, 12 games to play. Well, so, before we come on to fixtures, then... Let's just talk about what happened today. John Henry had an interview with a Boston. I, don't, I wouldn't know who it was. I've seen it being leaked about. It popped on my social media. And he's come out now and said that it's not a full sale that we're interested in. It is investment. So a part ownership. He just wants to keep hold of things, doesn't he? He wants to make sure that he's still making money from us. But he also does want, he understands from us as fans that we can't go any further until there's investment. And, you know, hopefully he brings the right people in. I can't see it being. The Qatari, I can't see it being Saudi when it's part ownership because for them it's I want my cake and eat it all, isn't it? So it sounds to me that it could be a bit of a billionaire American that comes in the door. But what what are your thoughts on John Henry's comments? Because we have mentioned FSG in the last pod, and obviously we've said where we stand. I personally didn't want them to stay on, but you know if it, if it works and they handshake with someone and they come in and they do invest, and we we are still run properly the way we are now, it can only be good, can't it? Um, no, I'm with, I'm with you. It's 
I was disappointed, to be honest, when I heard the news that they were um, selling the club. And it could just be a ploy to get more money out of potential buyers, in all honesty. Um, but it's probably going to be someone like Redbird or something, increasing their stake in the club. And that's, I don't think we've got the financial firepower to compete still. And I do think that we've only competed to the level because of Klopp. Um, and obviously we've, we've bought well. Yeah, I, I, I can't say I'm not disappointed. I wanted a full sale. I didn't really want Same. it. They've took us as far as they can go, like we said last week. Yeah. And I'm with you. They, they just want to probably carry on making the, the little bits of money, getting the Ludborn James links going and all that. Um, but again, the politics of having two owners or investors, it just it stinks for me that it just yeah. like spells bad news. And I would have personally liked to see someone come in. I don't know who. Don't quote me on who. Um, and don't question my morals. But I would have liked someone to come in with a massive wad and took us to the next level because I feel like with investment that then is going to take more time with investing money into the van, the buying of players and things. Yeah, my, my biggest fear is we can't compete with you've got Chelsea, City, Newcastle now, Man United look like they're getting bought out and that's huge. And then you've, you've even got the likes of Tottenham who are, who are looking maybe at more investment. So mm-hmm. you're going to turn the top like two or three into top six and if we can't compete with that and obviously like I said before if we We've only competed, really, in my opinion, because Klopp, that goes... I mean, imagine replacing Klopp, who you bring in and think he can carry this run going. So, yeah, that's my biggest fear, that we can't compete with the top six teams in England. We Are Are we going to go back into 90s mediocrity again? I don't see that. Okay, so let's not dwell on it too much, because we are disappointed. For anyone who's listening, we are disappointed, as you can probably hear. I'm not saying I want a billionaire Saudi. What I want is someone to come in and actually help us compete. An American, whether that's anyone, it doesn't matter to me, as long as they actually look after the club and they look after us. So, positive news. Real Madrid, I, I was going to ask you who their danger men are and what you think of the game, but I've just seen Chiuamani and Crusoe for tomorrow night, Tony Cruz, so massive bonus in the midfield for us, isn't it? Yeah, it's huge, but Benzema's back as well. <laughs> you you know what I think of Benzema, he's a top player and yeah, I was hoping he'd still be out for the game, to be honest. They've got a bit of problem at left-back as well, I believe. Uh, Phil and Mendy's gone off injured, so uh, yeah. it looks like Alaba will be playing left-back, and I think you can get it in. Salad and Trent, to be fair. Obviously, I am feeling their wide players a little bit. Um, was it Rodrigo and um, Vinicius Jr.? But they're going to be as scared as us, as we are of them, in all honesty. And I think the crowd's got a massive part to play tomorrow. Do you know what, um, just while we're talking about Vinicius... Did you hear that interview today to Klopp? No. Fucking hell. So for anyone who hasn't heard today at the AXA, Klopp was getting his pre-match press conference questions and a Spanish media, um, well, journalist, I'm not too sure, asked Klopp what he thought on the repercussions of Vinicius when he scores a goal. Does he feel like it's disrespectful and things? Does he deserve what happens when he celebrates the way he does? Listen, regardless of what you do or what, what happens in a game, you don't deserve that. Let's let's listen in. Following what's happening to Vinicius in Spain, the constant abuse towards him? No. You're not? No. Okay. Um, some people say that what's happening, there is a factor that an aspect of his game is sometimes provocative that creates some reaction. And you have faced Vinicius in Real Madrid three times. Um, I wonder if you have ever noticed any provocative behaviour from him? I know I understood the question. 
that he's doing something on the pitch which could cause what is what what kind of things happen to him. So people, people are, yeah, most of the time, There's yes. There's nothing in the world who could exactly. justify that. Exactly. Imagine I would say, yes, this part of his game could cause it. That's completely insane. No, nothing. Uh, what, I don't know what he's trying to do. Is he trying to get a reaction out of Klopp to say... It feels like he's trying to make a headline. He's trying to make Klopp say, you know what? Yeah, I do justify what's happened. What is that about, mate? That's ridiculous. I was reading it before, and when I seen it on Twitter, I actually put it on Twitter, he should have been removed from the room as soon as this question was asked. And we all know there's no room for racism, regardless no. where it is. But to then say, is he bringing it on himself? Yeah, so he scores a goal... Every place as you know, yeah, exactly. So what's provocative to say you can call them whatever you want? Let's move on from the idiot. So we, we know the danger man's Benzema, Vinicius, Rodrigo. Um, where are you expecting their biggest threat to come? On the wings, with the likes of our wing backs being so positive, or are you expecting someone else in the middle? I mean, obviously they've they've got moderate who at thirty seven, I think, is still still a world class midfielder, to be fair. I'm just hoping our industrial midfield can basically just counter. He's good. It looks like it's going to be Danny Celebos, Modric, and I think they said Camavinga. Uh, got to so get it back. You do. Um, and again, I think again the crowd's got a big part to play. But I think they're going to be worried about our form of Robbo and Trent as well, because we know that Vinicius won't try Trapper. We know for a fact he won't. Uh, and if you can get Alba, then there's your key. Part of our game, I think. Obviously, Nunes, if he plays, uh, is he a started... car, a Yeah, so he's just come back from injury. He's come off the bench on was Sunday they played on yeah. or Saturday night. Um, so we come off the bench for twenty minutes just to give him a run out. I would have prefer, preferred Nacho to be fair, but <laughs> kind of everything. And the centre backs, to me, you can get at the centre backs. Uh, they're not Ramos, they're not for hands. I, I do think that they're for the taking. We've got to start well. We can't go a goal down like we, we've been doing in previous weeks uh, early to Real Madrid or they will put us to the sword. I think if we can stay in first 20 minutes and then get the crowd up, get a few tackles flown in uh, and maybe even get an early goal. I mean, Nunes is hitting a bit of form. Gakpo's looking half decent player um, and obviously Salah's actually in some really good form at the minute. Uh, that ball for Gakpo said wow. phenomenal on, on yeah. Saturday. One little look up and dink over. So certain players can only play that and obviously he's one of them. So yeah, I think they're going to fear us as much as we're going to fear them. It's a massive game for both clubs to be fair. Cause I right. don't think they're going to win their league. Obviously we're not going to win our league. So this is a big opportunity to, to, to progress. Obviously Bayern Munich beating PSG away and stuff like that. I'd rather play Bayern Munich than PSG, personally. <laughs> um, but, I yeah, I think it's, it's a good opportunity for both teams to progress quite far in this competition, in all honesty. So, it, it's huge. And for confidence, we're on a winning streak of two. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> we, we, we've, we've got to make that five, six, seven and bring our confidence levels back up to maximum, to be fair. Okay, so away goals don't count. So, regardless of what they do, we just need to outscore them, basically. So, result predictions, come on. 3-1, Liverpool. You fucking, I was going to say 3 1. <laughs> 3 1. I, I do, I say, hopefully, early goals, settle on nerves, get the crowd up. I think if we can get an early goal, I think it could even be like 3 0. Benzema, for me, he's not played a game for is it a month and a half. So how long it is? So he's not going to be 100% fit. Not saying he's not going to do anything in the game because he's too good a player just to ignore. Um, but having Van Dyke back. He might have rested Mata before Tuesday. You, you don't know what Klopp was thinking um, by playing Gomez instead of Mata, but 
yeah, I, I think if we can get an early goal, get the crowd up, get get some tackles flying in and, you know, play the Liverpool away, I think it could be 3-0, but I'll go I'll go 3-1 just... Okay, I'm going to go 3-1, and if it's 3-0, I'm going to be even happier than I would be at 3-1. I fancy us. It's Real Madrid, and I fancy us every time we play them, and it fucks me over. I do fancy us tomorrow, and so I fancy us So you said 3-1 Real Madrid, yeah? Behave. <laughs> I'm just thinking you're saying your fancy is we always get beat. So no, no, no. I always fancy us against Real, mm. but something that they do with the winner mentality that they have throughout their squad seems to get them through games. I just think we're coming into form at the right time. It's fresh. But yeah, I, I fancy us. I think the momentum is there for us. They've lost one in five, Real Madrid. We've yeah. you know, we've won our last two. They've lost against Mallorca a couple of weeks ago, but since then they've gone and won the Club World Cup final. They've you know beaten teams two and four nil, things like that. So I just think the Anfield atmosphere is the big thing for me tomorrow. So from six o'clock till ten o'clock, in and around the ground, in the ground needs to be absolutely chaos, and I'm hoping it is because I can't see anything different. I think Real Madrid are very similar to us in a way, and the way they play and. Using the wingers, wing backs going for. I think that they play a similar style to Liverpool, so it might be a case of cancelling each other out for large parts of the game. To be fair, but as I say, I think the crowd they'll pull us over the line. But they've done it so many times, you know, being big game Barcelona, Chelsea, Champions League, and the atmospheres have just been phenomenal. And it, it has pushed us over the line that Barcelona the other, the other season when we beat them four 0 crowd played a massive part it was uh, yeah. obviously we had a good start to the game which is again i think it's imperative that we do that but you know if we can go first 20 minutes just cancel each other out and then step it up there's no reason why we can't beat real madrid to be fair number seven still on it is and um, is Klopp going to see that as the best opportunity to get back in the champions league it's a good <laughs> the team started left in it um you know as you say Bayern munich psg one of them's going out yeah, so there the, the is okay. The city still in. Um, I, I never fear City over two legs. It, it's a strange one, and they're such a good team. But I don't fear them over two legs. Possibly a final as a one-off, but then we know Guardiola loses his head and starts <laughs> weird, weird tactics and formations in finals. I don't know why, but yeah, I, I, I think Klopp might look at it and think this is the best chance into the th- into the Champions League next season. Do you think there's any changes in the squad other than what you mentioned in, in terms of matter? Or do you think he will go as strong as he has been the last two games? I'm not sure where the Bastard will play. I think he might put Cater in there as, as, the, as the legs. Um, Why? Experience, more than anything. You know, Bastard, yeah, he's, he's, let's be honest, he's been superb the last few games, but is he ready for a Real Madrid, a European night at Anfield? I mean, I there's only one is. way to find out, and and I, I agree, but I, I think Klopp might think, let's rein him in a little bit, let's play some experience, like Cater or someone in there, or Milner even. Um, Milner See, tends to start big games. I would probably do that against Palace rather than Real. I think at home, yet he's young. They haven't got much legs in that midfield. That's Sabios' slug. Modric doesn't yeah. get about, but he finds the space. And also, yeah. Camavinga, yeah, he's quick. But he's been playing left back for them as well, so it, it all depends. But I'd love to see him start because I think I think he's been phenomenal, and I think he's been part of the reason why we've been so successful in the last couple of weeks. I, I totally agree, but I, I don't know. I think Klopp might go for a bit of experience just to sort of nullify their midfield um, in a way. People say games are won there, but the way we play football, they're not particularly won there. It's mm. it's it's how good strength and and 
Arno and um, Robo play. Yeah. So it, it, I don't know. It's possibly might just think this is a game too far for Bastic in terms of he's never played in an atmosphere like it will be tomorrow. In all honesty, again he can only learn by playing in it. But and he won't play Milner because he'll save him to play him right back against Zaha, won't he? Oh, he, he always does. So you know. <laughs> Well, you've mentioned that. So you're going 3-1, I'm going 3-1. Let's move on to Palace. Saturday night kickoff. Let's just say I'm not the biggest of fans of Saturday night kickoffs because I'm not drinking at the minute, so it's shit. Um, <laughs> if I was drinking, it'd be sound. But quarter way kickoff on a Saturday night, what's your thoughts? If it was at Anfield, I'd have said we'll go back to the five or six nils against them. But it's it's at Palace's ground, isn't it? So it's it's going to be a tough way game, to be fair. He needs three points. He's, I think they've got an equaliser in the 95th minute against Brentford against them on Saturday. They haven't won in about five, is it? One win in ten. Ten. So I think it's going to be an ugly game, personally. I yeah. think it'll be, yeah, I think they'll have to make it ugly uh, to get anything from us. One win in 10 games, and that one win was away to Bournemouth. This mm-hmm. is in all competitions. They've only played in the FA Cup other than the um, league. That's a poor, poor runner for now. Yeah, and on paper, they are there for the taking, to be fair. But then we, we, we look back at like the Wolves game, 12 goals all season, scored three passes. It's we need to hit that consistent run of form. Uh, like the last two games have been great, but we need to do the next five and six and seven and and get that run. There's no reason why we can't be Palace. I mean, we should be beating Palace in all honesty. Well, if, if you want top four or top five or six, you need to be Palace, don't you? Let's be honest. Yeah, if you if you win the last two games the way we've done Newcastle away and then you're going to get beat to Palace, it's it's a kick in the teeth, isn't it? It's, yeah. Like, you'd just be probably the form team. Newcastle have only been beaten twice all season. It's both to us. So, you know, they're no, they're no um, slouch, slouch, slouches really, are they? Let's be honest. No. Who's the biggest threat in this Palace side? I'm going to go with mine first, Eze. He's just a bag of talent that won't be there for much longer. He's my one that I'll go with, other than the obvious. Um, Zaha, he just tends to turn up against us, doesn't he? His number, don't get me wrong, his numbers haven't been phenomenal against us, but... Just knows how to get into us. He knows how to wind us up. I can't stand his face. (laughs) He's got this face when I want. It pisses me off. I'm going to go for Elise. To be fair, you think he's been? Yeah, he's been quite sharp for them. Scored a free kick past City, didn't he? I don't know. I think he's got a bit about him. I don't think he showcases it enough. In all honesty, but I think because they don't really play that attacking football, it's very defensive. That he doesn't get enough time or time on the ball to showcase his talents but I do I think he's a smart little player to be fair they've got a few they've got a few good flair players that if you allowed the right system that they could be like setting them free I think Vieira started off there very positive by the way it was it was a good brand of football they were attacking and they were actually enjoyable but he seems like because he's lost a few games he's dropping a little bit back to getting a little bit deeper because he's scared of losing more games or conceding more goals but I'm fully expecting three points, so I'm going to go with a 4 0 away victory. <laughs> I'm going back to the game at Anfield against them, where literally he played 10 men behind the ball and left Zaha up front just to run. I think it's going to be cagey. I, I really do. Again, it's all going to boil down to can we get, if we get near the goal, the whole dynamics yeah. change. Let's be honest, first half of the season, we've started so sluggishly in games. We've conceded first, like, how many times? 15 times or something silly like. Um, so. Last couple, we looked decent in the first half for a change. 
we have. I mean, Newcastle had one off like Almiron's chance and stuff yeah. like that. But they were the home team, and I'd expect them to, especially the form they were in. I'd expect them to have come out the traps against us. To be honest, Agreed. I don't see. I don't see Palace doing that because if we can open them up with Salah Nunes, Gakpo on the counter, there's no way back for them. They're not going to play like that. I, I fear they're going to play five at the back and literally sit three midfielders in there and say to maybe Eze and Zaha, you just run onto balls over the top because we know we play a high line. If I was Klopp during this game, I'd just drop my line 10 yards deeper just to basically, that's not going to happen then. I fancy Fabinho's form. If he, if he continues with this into tomorrow's night, into Sunday, Saturday, sorry, I, f- I fancy him to just sit in there like the hoover that he was anyway. Everyone knows that that's the ball against us, don't they? That's the only issue. Yeah, and we don't hide from that, to be fair. I mean, we did it against Newcastle, we did it against the game before. We, the game we before, gonna... Everton. Everton, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're old. Yeah. yeah, uh, game, yeah. yeah. Obviously, Klopp's not going to change the way he plays, just looking at City and go, uh, Palace and go, well, we'll drop 10. He's not going to do that, we know that. But I personally would think that ball killed us during that game. I mean, I think Zaha scored, didn't he? Yeah, it was a long ball over the top, left wing. Trent not having the best start of the season and he literally just come in and, and killed it in the corner but yeah got it, it. it was yeah. there every 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 game we've played um and again I won't really knock Trent because he's not asked to defend that deep he's not he's told to go forward but yeah I, I, if I personally would would drop my centre-back's 10 yards deeper and say to Fabinho you don't really need to go over the halfway line mate because we've got plenty of attacking force in there but I think if again if we get the early goal it should be enough for us prediction 3-1 can I, you love that? <laughs> I, I, Give me a clean sheet, Chris. Come on. <laughs> I'd love to go three clean sheets in a row, but if we've done that this season, I don't think we have. It sound like the present. And let's be honest, I'd, we'd love a three-one. <laughs> I think if we do get the other goal, we can open them up, and then you fall and score four-nil scoreline possibly. But I don't know. I just think with their pace up front. I see them scoring one, but fingers crossed. You know, we, we thought Newcastle might score past us. We both had 2-1, so maybe we're hitting a bit of form. And obviously, Van Dijk being back is a huge, huge plus. Uh, I think there was one point in the Newcastle game where St. Max had the ball on the right, and he just jockeyed them like he good old Van Dijk yeah. always does. And I thought, OK, you know, it's just that composure and that confidence there. Just to say, you might be able to beat me for pace, but you won't have the ball with you. That's a massive plus. And I, and I probably would play matter just for the aerial presence, because we know they're going to go for corners, free kicks, and just lump, you know, yeah. high balls in the box with their three, two or three centre-backs. So. I agree. We've done two review shows, beat Everton and Newcastle. <laughs> oh, you, you, you've just joined. Right. I'm changing my uh, scoreline. 4-1 Real Madrid. <laughs> if this turns out to be the good luck charm, I want to cut. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want I want the trophy for the Champions League yeah. trophy for a week in my house. On this in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, well let's call it a pod there and fingers crossed next week we can turn around to you all and say we were right. I don't know how confident I am, but I fancy us against Real and I really fancy us against Palace. So fingers crossed players come out of them unscathed. Thanks for listening. And yeah, let's catch you next week. Yeah, cheers guys. Thanks to everyone for listening in. Don't forget to follow us on social media twitter.com forward slash the road end pod and on instagram instagram slash the road end pod 